Hello and welcome to The Wellness Breakdown with me, Eve Kalinick. And me, Rose Ferguson. The podcast where we test out the latest health and wellness fads and see if they actually work. We have so many clients coming into our practice asking about the next best thing, so we decided to try these out for ourselves and tell you about them. In this series, we dig into the medicinal properties of mushrooms, test out whether oxygen therapy is worth the pressure and examine why and how to take collagen as we age. We also love hearing about the fads that you're trying and what you'd like us to explore. Yes, so please message us on our Instagram page at The Wellness Breakdown or on our own pages and feeds and email us on info at thewellnessbreakdown.co.uk. And please do subscribe. This season is sponsored by Ancient and Brave. Ancient and Brave expertly blend impactful botanicals, modern nootropics and functional nutraceuticals to create a new generation of sustainably sourced supplements with targeted health benefits. Ancient and Brave originates from combining the ancient wisdom and rituals we've had for thousands of years with the deeper understanding wellness strategies we now have. We're both fans of supplementing collagen, but not all collagen is created equal. With so many products on the market, it's important to choose one that's pure, clean, highly absorbable and clinically researched. Ancient and Brave tick all these boxes. As well as nourishing your skin, collagen has a whole host of holistic benefits from supporting healthy connective tissue to easing some of the changes we experience as we age. True wellness, however, is thinking about the bigger picture. For Ancient and Brave, a commitment to sustainability and ethical practice is integral to their brand. As such, they are one of B Corp's highest scoring wellness brands globally, as well as a member of the powerful global initiative 1% for the Planet. Founded to prevent greenwashing, certify reputable giving and provide accountability, 1% for the Planet also means donating 1% of all sales to environmental causes that protect the planet. So buying their products means you're supporting the planet too. So Rose, I really loved last week's challenge where we got Julia to eat the 30 um, plants per week. She was absolutely fantastic and it was just great talking to her because the the gut-brain axis is so important and talking to somebody whose field is psychology was just brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. I thought she was amazing. Yeah, she's one of those people that whenever you speak to her, you just feel immediately much calmer. Very inspiring lady. But I did actually have an email about this. Um, It was from Sandra and she was really interested in the Eat the Rainbow Challenge. She says she barely manages five a day. So the idea of eating 30 plants was making her feel a bit ill. (laughs) But she loved the episode and it's inspired her to get her spices and seeds out. Yeah, I love a bit of spice action, don't you, Rose? Yeah. Well, it's an amazing way to just add add nutrition to to anything really you know just add 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 definitely nutrition polyphenols flavor but yeah we've um both had i know you've have as well had a lot of feedback on this one and people counting their plants which is really nice to hear yeah it is really nice to hear it's really nice when we it's you know it's a positive effect and it's doable and it's free well it's not free because yes. you buy the food but it's you know we're not um, giving you something that you can't that's unattainable totally right Never mind all that, young lady. The day has come, Ms. Clinic, when we find out just how sober or not you have been this month. Well, I think the listeners have some idea. <laughs> we have been talking about this challenge for the last few weeks as we have done it in real time. But have a listen to when the challenge was set. So, Eve... 
I'm reading through a few emails we got during the summer and there was a very good suggestion that I think would be perfect for you. Okay. I'm a bit nervous because I have I I know I've kind of got away with not doing many challenges this this season so I'm sure you're probably like saving this one up for me Rose but go on. Well, this is a cracker for you. I mean, I can't think of anybody it would be better for, actually. And when I saw it, it's very simple. The rules are very, very simple. It is called Sober October. And that's it. That's the beginning and the end of your of the notes for this podcast is to be sober in October. Okay. <laughs> it's a quite a big thing now, Sober October. And you and I both have similar views yeah. on you know, swinging from one thing to another, but it is quite a big phenomenon. And I do think it is very worth us seeing, you know, lots and lots of people do it. So that Mm -hmm. is exactly why you should do it. And I'd like to see how you get on. Um, Yeah. How do you feel about that? Well, I'm smiling and nodding, but actually in my head, it's sort of, I think it's like ignorance is bliss at this point. I don't know. Look, typically I don't really subscribe to those things. I mean, I'm not a big drinker by any means and I typically don't drink in the week and I don't drink at home if I'm on my own but I do have quite a sociable life so I'd say that like most weekends or most weeks I'm out doing something with friends or family or you know god forbid on a on a hot date (laughs) so I would say I would say that the alcohol it does feature in my life quite regularly but it's not something that I you know I can take it, take it or leave it. I mean, it's many, many years ago, I think, since I ever did, like, maybe once did dry January, but I don't think I managed a whole dry January. I mean, that's the worst bloody month to be giving up. But October, I mean, in theory, I think October is not a bad time to do stuff like that. It's a change of no. season. It's quite, I think lots of people come back from the summer quite flat. Yeah. And actually, if you want to stop a downward cycle, I do understand why you might want to to focus on a slightly a slight shift in your normal behavior to try and give you some motivation and enthusiasm and I know you don't have that issue because you're very enthusiastic all the time but I think that's probably why a lot of people do do it at this time and I will be very interested to see how you get on I feel like it's going to make me laugh quite a lot this month and I'm going to chuckle my way through (laughs) October Well, you know what? I mean, the thing is, is that I do love alcohol. Well, actually, no, that sounds awful. I do really enjoy a glass of specifically red wine, although in the summer I do like a bit of rosé. But I do love a glass of red wine. But I do know that in company, it's quite easy to get a bit carried away. And anything more than three glasses, and frankly, I do feel the effects. And I really, really hate feeling hungover. So there's a part of me that actually is kind of looking for, even though I know, and I know we've talked about this, your your tipple of choice is tequila, isn't it, Rose? But like, you know, that feeling that you get the next day, it's it's actually fucking horrific. And then I'm like, oh, why am I doing this? And then obviously don't drink all week and then do the same thing like on the weekend. And Mm -hmm. I don't know, it's going to be interesting to see how I feel around, not that my friends give a shit, actually, they wouldn't at all. And they're not one of those people that would pressure you to like drink or anything like that. But it will be interesting because I do know there's a few things that I've got coming up that will be really testing this. Like I almost know now that I'm not going to be doing it, which is (laughs) awful. Oh my God, you haven't even started the challenge. (laughs) And I'm going... Yeah, not going to do it then. It's true. I mean, the binge purging, because as we all know that I am, I, I'm a big drinker when I go. If I go out, then I will go for you it. go for it, yeah. I go for it. So I am the epitome of a binge drinker, like British 
binge drinker through and through. But the way you drink actually is much more moderate and balanced. Um, so it feels a bit a bit strange asking you to go to another extreme. But I'm just interested to see how you find it, you know, if you feel lighter on your feet, whatever. Anyway, I'm just yeah. interested to hear you struggle through October, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. As I'm getting older, I definitely notice that I have much lower tolerance to alcohol. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if I go out, I will literally, it'll take me like two days. Yeah. So I am interested to see how that affects me. And also just other things like, yeah, my sleep, um, yeah. when you just, you're consistently off alcohol for quite a long period of time, how it affects my hormones, how it affects my gut. There's quite a lot of information out there. I mean, I was listening to one of the Huberman podcasts about alcohol, mm-hmm. which doesn't have much good in it, I have to say. Yeah. And it's interesting the effect that if you just, even moderate drinking can have on our brain. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, I am very anti, anti drinking, but... The science does show that actually it's not great for us. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. I want to see if you're sort of feeling more clear-headed, I think, is what I want to see. Yeah. See if you get more brain clarity. And as you say, sleep. People always say they sleep better when they've had a few drinks. The body is not sleeping. The body is trying to get rid of the muck that yeah. it, it sees as poison. But then again, I do also, as we've discussed, think that socialising and if that involves the odd glass of wine is really important for us as human beings. Mm-hmm. And I like having a good night out. So there we go. Yeah. Yeah. So good luck with it. I cannot wait to hear your voice note. Thanks. So Rose has set me the sober October month and part of me is kind of looking forward to this in a way because I always think it's really good to kind of like have a reset on these things but the other part of me is kind of thinking oh and you know what's really interesting right so it's now two days before and I'm just feeling like oh I should probably have a glass of wine tonight because I won't drink for a month and it just made me think like I guess this is what happens isn't it when we do the kind of things like dry January or sober October and isn't it just more about just consistent balance or is that just a bit dull probably I'm sure my skin's going to be glowing and I'm going my sleep's going to be a lot better but just yeah kind of I'm going to be missing that that glass of wine with a nice meal so yeah I think I will be having a glass of red tonight so here I am day one of starting my sober October challenge and you can probably hear from my voice that I'm feeling a bit hungover well quite a lot actually because there was a lot of red wine last night and it was late but lots of fun but now I'm starting the month um sober I've got a few events that I know are going to be let's just say a bit more challenging in terms of uh not drinking but let's see how I go because it really shouldn't be if people decide they don't want to drink and I do know a lot of people that are doing this month sober so anyway wish me luck and also getting through today I mean geez Okay, so day one of Sober October, and it was an absolute catastrophic fail in that I met somebody for lunch, um, ended up having Prosecco and wine and a bit more wine and a gin and tonic. I don't even normally do back-to-back nights like that. I don't know if it's like an inner rebel in me or whatever. Also, I was on a date with a really nice person. I mean, like, what are you going to do? So I'm going to have to just start this again today and, yeah, not get sidetracked. So I am day six of Sober October and it's been fine this week, really, to be honest. Like, I don't normally drink in the week. I don't have... 
I haven't been out and I don't tend to drink at home anyway. So I wouldn't say that is particularly a challenge, but I will be really honest and say that I will almost categorically fail this again this evening because I know that I'm going to want and will almost certainly have some wine uh, later tonight. So the plan is to not drink for the rest of the weekend, which is actually a little bit social with people that I know like a glass of wine. So that's going to be an interesting experiment. It has made me think, though, that when you say to yourself, oh, I'm not going to drink at all, you kind of want it more. And I might go weeks without even thinking about having a drink and not have a drink. But I just feel like during this challenge, I've been really conscious about it, which is interesting. Well, it's Monday morning and let's just say that there wasn't any sober October going on this weekend and I feel like I'm just sabotaging this whole bloody challenge. What I've decided is that it's ridiculous that I haven't committed to this given that Rose had a lot worse ones already with the carnival diet so I need to just get my big girl knickers on and get on with it. So what I'm going to do is just carry it on a bit longer into November and make it essentially the same amount of time. So no more excuses, guys. This is it. Starting afresh today. I'll keep you posted. It's the 20th of October. And I should be 20 days into this sober October, but actually it's been 10 days of straight no drinking. And I have to say, my sleep is better, better focus. It's not like I was even drinking that much before, but just you realise actually just even on a more micro level how much alcohol does really affect you. That being said, I am going out um, because I have an event that I've been planning for a long time with my dad tonight and I there's no way that I'm not going to have wine with this because it is a very special occasion. Sorry Rose, I've yeah I've broken it again. So the Sober October is now officially not happening. Uh, yeah. Cheers Dad <laughs> How? <laughs> not really sure where to start. Do you like to give you a rundown of the dates that um, that I have? So on the first day, you wanted a glass of wine, and then I think had a glass of wine, and then we're really hungover. First day, complete fail. Date prosecco, gin and tonic. The sixth day, that week was fine. You said you would definitely be sober at the weekend. The 10th day was Monday. You admitted you didn't keep to it. Maybe you'll try again in November. <laughs> On the 20th, you did manage to do 10 days of no drinking with better focus. On the 28th, you went out with mum and dad to the cow. I mean, I was going to say, where shall I stop? But that's kind of it. And I mean, that's quite a, I know. That's, an imp- that's impressive, young Eve. That's quite impressive. I feel like I've let you down, Rose. No, you haven't let me down. There's no judgment here. Do you know what? The thing is, it was making me laugh so much. People find these things really restrictive. Yeah. And then you feel, like you just said, you feel like you've let me down. Of course you haven't let me down. But that is one of the negatives about this sort of thing. Well, I mean, you know, you do bend the rules a bit, Rose, on these challenges. So <laughs> let's just say I've, I've bent the rules. <laughs> It's really hard to go out. I know it sounds, I mean, because obviously people that are sober all the time go out and don't have a drink. But for somebody that actually enjoys drink that is not doing it for like more salient reasons, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It was just quite hard to like, 
you know, going on a date, it's like a buzzkill being like, oh, can I have some sparkling water or something? You know, it's just like, yeah. And then, yeah, there was an event with my dad that I planned, like I was going to take him to this workshop and it was really, like, it was super lovely. It was a Theo Randall, you know, like the famous chef, his masterclass. And I don't know, we had like wine pairings and I just thought it's not, I'm not going to have the same experience being somebody that loves and enjoys wine and really appreciates it. So, but I did actually look over the month and I did, generally I did drink a lot less than I would do on other months but I did find myself like there were certain occasions where I got asked out for drinks with friends or whatever and I was like oh actually I'm not gonna go because I'm not drinking so I did did feel like it was like slightly kind of stifling my normal kind of like happy go lucky oh yeah like I'll bounce off and do these things um And I did feel quite rebellious when I was then drinking, which was weird. So then I think I was going a bit more nuts because I was like, oh, well, you know, I've broken it now. I may as well just go crazy. Whereas like normally I would have just had a glass of wine and just been like, that's enough. Yeah. It's really interesting, isn't it? Because it is that binge purge cycle. Yeah. Uh, You know, and actually that's what happens with the way people eat. It's what happens with exercise. You know, people are like, right, I'm going to be really, really, really healthy. And then they... And then they the rebound, which is an actual thing. When they rebound, they rebound really strong, and it just. I definitely was rebounding on specifically <laughs> white wine at one point. Interesting, because yeah. you at the beginning were saying that red wine is your tip. I know. I don't know what was happening. I was like, "Give me all the prosecco, gin, wine." I'm going crazy. But no, you're right. It's that kind of pendulum thing, and that's why I've never really done it, and I don't really. Yeah. I think it's about having a more general healthy approach to how we consume alcohol rather than just be I'm not going to drink for a month and then go crazy and actually understanding about where we're using alcohol to I mean you could argue this on dates and there's that guy on um married at first sight and celebs go dating shows the sort of television programs that I watch but he's really he's really cool the guy on there Paul something and he talks about actually on first dates you should actually always just go for a coffee because you because alcohol can muddy things a bit and I realized actually I went on a couple of dates where it was just coffee and you really get to know the person yeah it's important to understand about why we're using the alcohol so in that situation is it to like give ourselves a personality or well I know from when I when I go through spells of abstaining yeah my group of friends were like what do you mean you're not drinking and you're you're sort of like well I'm not and it makes you and then um it's what I said I said to someone I'm just drinking to people please and you know so I wish I could use that excuse (laughs) well no but you know when you're just like actually I really don't feel like a drink but it's such just habit that you don't you know that you just have it and actually I think if you're looking for positives in doing things like a sober October resetting those boundaries is not a bad thing and I did find some actually really, um, really lovely non-alcoholic alternatives because I did have some friends around um, for one dinner through right. October and I actually got uh, a non-alcoholic red wine by a company that's called Naughty. Um, it's a, a lady called Amanda Thompson and she, she's she got a cordon bluff in wine essentially. So she literally knows everything about wine and it's the first non-alcoholic wine that I've drunk that tastes really like honestly really good like because a lot of them just it's like you know basically Ribena or yeah that's good and I'd love to see more of that like widely available because they've also got a champagne that's good too there's a company called Wild Idol which do a rosé which is apparently really nice I've actually got some in my fridge oh is it okay um because I know that I tried non-alcoholic wines a long time ago and they were 
utterly awful. They were awful. Awful. I mean, non-alcoholic beers are lovely. I don't. I'm not a beer drinker, but I do. I have tried them, and they are actually nice, like small beer. Yeah. Um, there's a few, aren't there, that are really yeah. good. But wines have always been. I mean, it's a difficult not to crack that because actually, as you say, it's really nice to drink nice wine and. If you you know, and if it's not good, then you're just, it's just not the same. So yeah, my favourite question, which I get asked all the time, so I'm sure you do, Eve, is what's the best alcohol to drink? Alcohol. Yeah, and then how am I not going to get an hang hang an hangover? A hangover. The answer is, yeah. if you drink enough alcohol, you'll get a hangover because it's got acetaldehyde in it, and if you don't have yeah. enough alcohol dehydrogenase to you know to deal with it then yeah. you're going to feel it. But you can upregulate that. So that enzyme, which helps us to break down... Oh, now we're going to help people upregulate. <laughs> that's why That's why small amounts of alcohol pr- almost prime the liver to produce that enzyme that you there just you mentioned, go. the breaks down alcohol. Yeah. So actually that's why going like with long periods of not drinking and then binging, you actually get worse hangovers yeah. from that where, versus if you're having small amounts. And having like... I'm like, you know, just have three to four days... Four ideally yeah. um, a week where you're not drinking and try not to drink on days back to back. Yeah, that's exactly what I say. Yeah. You know, and also some days you are literally at the end of your tether with stress. And sometimes mm. having a glass of wine is just the most relaxing thing you can do. So, you know, so I mean, there are obviously other things you can do. You can have a, but I think it's that habit, isn't it? It's Don't the say ritual. have a cup of tea, Rose. I was going to say have a cup of chamomile tea. Yeah. You said you did 10 days. What did you notice when you did a slightly longer period of? of alcohol freeness i'd say probably my sleep was consistently better if anything but digestion wise not not really you know we did the challenge in season one where i gave up coffee i noticed much more of a difference in terms of my mood and um what was going on from a cognitive perspective when i gave up caffeine rather than alcohol i probably would say my skin looked better my eyes looked brighter. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So is there anything that you think you'll do differently moving forward? Um, no. <laughs> I don't, I won't do Sober October again. Because like I said, I could go maybe like two weeks without drinking alcohol and not even realise that I'd done it. But actually it was an interesting doing this where I was really consciously aware of every single day that I hadn't drunk. And I thought yeah. that was a weird thing to kind of catch myself doing. I definitely would date sober. so that's something that I have taken from this well anyway thank you so much Eve thank you for well I don't know if I can say thank you for doing the challenge but thank you for trying the challenge no it honestly actually it was been much more interesting the fact that you didn't sail through it well thank you for setting it rose i mean i i do mean that actually because i did get a lot from it <laughs> actually and we'll pop the show in the show notes we'll pop the ones that we've mentioned in terms of non-alcoholic brands clean co was another one that i used they've got a tequila non-alcoholic tequila it was good and the one that you mentioned yeah. as well but what do we have coming up next so we have decided that as collagen is so topical at the moment we thought it would be really good to do an episode on this also as sponsors ancient and brave make the most fantastic collagen so we thought we would ask them about the benefits and the difference between the various ways to use it so i hope you'll join us for that one it'll be a good one well i'm really looking forward to that one personally as well thanks again to everybody for listening remember to get in touch on our instagram pages or email us on info at the wellnessbreakdown.co.uk 